So, Chris, the people want to know our secrets. How did we get this podcast started? Yeah, kind of a crazy story. We were both coming into this from the YouTube side, have never really done anything podcast-wise. We looked around, found Anchor by Spotify, really great service. It's completely free to use. They have some great stuff that you can just upload straight onto the website. You can actually record on the website. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to another episode of So Rare in the States Baseball, as you may have noticed. Today is not our normal recording day of Tuesday, and it is not going out on Wednesday. Today is actually Wednesday, and it will be going out on Thursday. This is our emergency session, as a bit of a bomb has dropped in the So Rare world earlier today. Uh, we have been informed that So Rare and the NBA have a new partnership that will bring basketball to the platform starting in the fall when the NBA season starts. So, Sower in the States Baseball is going to take a, take a look at what that means for the baseball world and a little bit of what that might mean for the basketball world. My name is Chris, the MLS card guy, and I am joined by my trusty co-host. His name is Trippin' B. How are you today, buddy? I'm good, Chris. Thanks for uh, getting this together. The The bat signal went up and it became time to uh, squeak out another episode here of the show because... Big, big news. What the biggest one of the biggest so rare news drops since they dropped the MLB news. And this one might be even bigger. This, in my opinion, is much, much bigger. Um, and this was not something we were prepared for at all. At least I wasn't prepared for. Like the the whole baseball thing, Sower was like, Oh, we have this big thing coming, like everybody prepare for Tuesday, July 16th, or whatever it was. This was just like, oh yeah, we're draw- we're dropping NBA. Like it just a tweet that went out. Uh, yep. It just caught us totally off guard. So we didn't. We knew something big was coming for baseball. We had no idea something big, big was coming today. And this is massive, massive, massive. Like, if baseball is a big sport in America, the NBA is, what, three, four times bigger in America? And you're talking about a much bigger global appeal. You've got, obviously, European stars. You've got a massive following in China. This opens the door to all of Asia for so rare which I think is very exciting uh, and maybe something that we haven't spent enough time talking about. Um, obviously it's been one day. So how, how can we spend time talking about things? But uh, yeah, I think this is huge, 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 huge news. Um, so I guess, first of all, just general positive, negative reaction. I'm hoping that it's going to be, you know, happy Dan, but what, oh, yeah. what, are, what are we feeling here? We're feeling all positive for the most part at this point. If you want to be negative on this, you're pretty much just being a Debbie Downer. And I don't mean to sound like a hype man because you know I'll go negative. You, you you know I have no problem doing that when I think it's warranted. But in this case, you can't really be down on it. I think the old the I the, the the if I was the one critique I've seen is people trying to say, oh well, you have all these issues, you know, with with MLB and and soccer. Like, how can you be launching a new sport? Well, they told us in March that they were going to be launching two new sports by the end of this year. And so you got to understand that that's every, every that's been their major push. That's been the major part of their focus. You know, that's the one goal that they couldn't fail on. I think this year in terms of not wanting to be publicly shamed for, for having such a bold goal and not reaching it, but they did reach it or they're going to assume once this game launches and good on so rare, you know, it's, it can't all be complaining and moaning all the time. Sometimes you just have to say, 
well played, good job, good everything. And this is going to bring more people to the platform. Who knows how many people will transition from the soccer, from the NBA product to the soccer product to the, the MLB, how much intermingling there will be. But this opens the door to a lot more of it. I think having NBA in the mix means a lot more experimentation across sports than just having two. You know, when you have three, you're just bringing in a bigger melting pot and things like that. So it's all good. Well, there's there's tons of implications to talk about. What's the biggest impact you think is going to come on the MLB side that we've been focused on on, on this chap, you know, this uh, channel of the the So Rare in the States show? What do you think is going to happen right away as this new market opens up? So I'm going to raise some alarm bells here for people playing baseball right now. Um, but let me just go ahead and say at the beginning, this is going to end up as a very positive statement. This is going to end up as a very positive thing. Um, I think that the baseball market is going to get obliterated. I think the baseball market is mostly, in my opinion, guys that came over from soccer that were having trouble winning or not winning enough or just saw the opportunity to win more things in baseball. I don't think they have any real hardwire connection to the sport of baseball. Not to say that there aren't any of those people out there, because obviously there's guys like Miguel, there's guys like Alec, there's all kinds of fantastic people out there that are playing and do love baseball. But I think most of the market in baseball is, and specifically most of the big money in in uh, in soccer, or I'm sorry, in baseball, is former soccer players. And I think most of them probably will gravitate to basketball over football. Most of them have, as you said, uh, more experience in basketball than they do in baseball. They kind of know the rules, whereas in right, baseball, they they're more the rules. They already have yeah, a lot of name recognition with the players. Exactly. Well, like everyone who's who Luka Doncic is in Europe. No one really knows who Albert Pujols is, you know? Right. Um, so I think from that perspective, things might get a little dicey in so rare just be in so rare baseball just because i think we'll lose a lot of the capital as people start to prep for um people start to prep for the basketball season which by the way if you didn't know starts october 17th right we, just about six weeks away exactly we expect them to be ready to go opening night on that's a monday um so if that is when they do indeed drop that is a really quick turnaround time to sell baseball cards and uh, also you have coincide that with the season will be ending in baseball we were we've been talking about the main talking point in baseball has been well there's going to be no off-season utility what are people going to do well how are how is so we're going to handle this this is how they're going to handle this they're just going right. to drop a new product <laughs> they're just like, going to sell nba cards basically yeah you don't want to play baseball right. over the winter fine just go play basketball exactly yeah and i think that is going to lead to a crash in, in baseball card prices if that's the way it plays out, which is going to be some short-term pain for people who have already spent big into this thing. But ultimately, if you believe in it, it's actually a great thing because it just means discount prices, right? I mean, if you yes. want to fill out a baseball t squad for next year and be picking up the last of the year one marker specials, you know, like – before they advance it to, to year two in 2023, that this will be your time to buy. And the next, you know, after basketball starts and the MLB playoffs start, and all of a sudden baseball sort of becomes a little bit of the forgotten forgotten brother of this uh, of this trio, let's say. Uh, 
I think it's good. If you believe in baseball, it's going to be a time to get deals and, and fill out your, your gallery of what you're going to need going into the next season. So there's that way to spin it. I don't know if it's going to start immediately as people have gone, oh, crap, I just need to prep now. And I don't know if this has anything to do with it because Giancarlo Stanton did just have a massive injury. But I just got a Giancarlo Stanton today for half of the price he went for yesterday. Fully half price. Uh, That's which a massive I've difference. Never ever seen before. Now, granted, he's got the injury things going on, but I saw some other cards on auction going very cheaply from what you would expect. I think this is a pretty quick um, turnaround. I guess I think it'll be very difficult for people to actually sell cards. And again, short term doom and gloom. All all you want, sure. If you have a Soar MLB gallery already and you're gonna play baseball long term, I would say don't like. Don't sell. Don't you know? Just oh yeah, hold it. The, and then the go and buy. Time to sell off. You'd be exactly. locking in the losses. Yeah, exactly. Go and buy when all these prices dip down to basically zero. You like we talked about when sewer baseball started. People were like, "Was is this going to be like when soccer started, where guys were getting like Trent Alexander Arnold for like fifty bucks?" And we're like, "There, that'll never happen again." Blah blah blah. This is your opportunity to get sure. Giancarlo Stanton for thirty dollars to get. Maybe not judge. He'll probably not fall quite that far. But I think you're going to see some outrageous deals. And I think eventually, when the NBA people start filtering in, you're going to see some of those people come over to baseball because a lot of NBA people like baseball. They're just normal Americans that like all three major sports. Um, And I think this long-term is phenomenal news for baseball because I think this is another way that baseball can onboard people. Um. But yeah, it, it might get a little dicey short term. Just in, just prepare yourself for that, I guess. Prepare to see some red numbers and see some guys going down in value. But know that long term, this is a massively, massively important move for Sower in general and Sower baseball specifically. Yeah, I mean, we the number to track, and we need we need Sower data to come through with some more of their baseball tools. I know they're working hard to to. Uh, polish them off so they can release them to the public but the number to track and you have to do it manually going back game week by game week if you wanted was would be how many entrants in in the contest is it gonna it's kind of leveled off already after it it first picked up a month and a half ago when when the they first started opening up the contest it's kind of already hit its like current plateau not to say that it can't take another big jump next year or whatever but now with this news of NBA, will there be a dip in the number of entries and con- contests? I don't think so, but I just because there's no reason for people that already have cards not to keep entering. It, that would indicate a massive sell-off, I guess. But I don't think that's going to happen. But I do think it'll be flat. And you know, like you said, big money. There's only really 25, 30 players that are really putting big money into unique division right now. That's a very small division. Even the super rare division is fairly small, right? That's only getting a couple hundred. Week yeah, like to week so yeah so so if the all if if half of those people decide well i'm not spending any more eth on major league baseball cards in 2022 i'm going to save my eth for nba then yeah that's going to cause a big lack of demand that's just going to cut the demand you know and when demand goes down prices go down right so yeah for sure and and we didn't really expect a big onboard of new users, maybe a small bump at the playoffs, but we weren't for baseball in general. We're not expecting a big bump in demand until we hit next year. And until we hit opening day in the world baseball classic and all these things, 
that's when Sower should really be marketing like, hey, we've got this whole thing figured out. I anticipate they'll make scoring, they'll make changes to the scoring matrix. They'll make subtle changes to the game itself to kind of make things a little more, you know, a little better. Just, you know, Sora tweaks things as they go in, in everything and they test things out and try new things. Um, so I think, like we said before, this is a soft launch for baseball. They're going to kind of tweak things and, and get things the way that they want them. And then next year, they're going to go hard into, you know, marketing and they're going to go hard into, trying to onboard a bunch of new users and, and really taking full advantage of their, of their baseball, I guess, kind of content. Um, so as an I early think, adopter, I, I'm mm-hmm. going to say, uh, you know, as a, I'm, and I haven't even gone nearly as hard as, as a lot of people, obviously, but I've, you know, I've got a, a collection of 30, 40 cards already and I consider myself an early adopter. And I think that's, I, I, uh, I'm, I, my, I jealously almost wanted to just like cut off auctions completely after the world <laughs> series and just like stop selling the year one cards. Yeah. At that point. I'd be like, okay, we're done. If you missed, you missed your chance. And the next baseball auctions, it's going to be like the old uh, Rogers Hornsby quote where he says, you know, people ask me what I do when it's the end of baseball season. I'll tell you what I do. I sit in my house and stare out the window and wait for spring. You know, I, wait I'm for just, next baseball season. Yeah, I, I hope that, that they don't sell another baseball auction until pitchers and catchers report, to be honest, because I just think that will be a way of kind of making our year one cards even that much, much more special. But if they do keep selling them into December and whatnot, are the sales really going to be able to compete with what should be the really heating up of the NBA season and also what we can, we would consider world cup sales uh, as people are trying to buy world cup teams in the middle of that tournament. And then also even looking ahead to the restart of, of MLS, which it probably won't peak quite in December like it did because the, the season will start a little bit later next year, but the market is going to be really, there's going to be a lot of stuff in the market and or is MLB really going to be able to compete against that those kind of like hotter products during that time of the year i don't think so right you're gonna be able if you're paying attention you're gonna find some absolute deals with all with all the stuff that's going on and we didn't even talk about world cup um but yeah with all with everything going on there's gonna be so many deals in baseball like if you have any amount of money at all like you're just it's it's gonna be too easy you know it's just gonna be too easy to to build a really competitive team and even in divisions that you may not think you can get to at the moment, I think you're going to be able to find some really nice super rares for some really nice prices. Um, so, yeah, I mean, who knows? I may even go after unique at some point. I wasn't planning Do on it. it, but join the club, but my gosh, if, if the, if I can get a unique for a couple hundred bucks, like, I'll be down. I mean, I don't think YNWA is going to let me do that, but uh, we'll see. We'll see <laughs> yeah, how well, that goes. He, he's going to have. I mean, YNWA has uh, unlimited funds, obviously. But he does. But <laughs> if we kind of move the conversation over just into some of the stuff we're expecting from basketball, yeah. you're going to need those uniques because basketball is a very star-driven sport, sort of culturally and in the public uh, perception and stat-wise and whatnot. It is too. I think. And so we're NBA, depending on how they structure the, you know, the, the, the gameplay and the rules and the scoring uh, and everything about that, there's almost nothing they can do in my mind to prevent it from being a very star focused game fantasy wise. And so it's going to be, it's going to be that classic phrase pay to win. And so rare has always been kind of pay to win in soccer side. And it's kind of that way in MLB side, for sure. 
I think in NBA it could be the most pay to win of all because yes. there's just scrubs are almost worthless. You know, they're just it really is going to come down to stacking your team deep with with super studs. I, you know, I play a lot of uh, I, I used to play a lot of DraftKings NBA that uh, for years and years. And the the salary cap they put in in DraftKings kind of forces you to find value plays and you can only spend so much. You can only usually have two or three studs and eight man lineup and stuff like that. Well, right. in this, the obviously there's going to be a structure, but unless they want to artificially cap like the scoring L5s and stuff that you're allowed to put into your lineup, it's really just going to be like who can afford the most studs to just jam yeah. into a lineup, basically. Hundred percent. Trying to say. Oh, hundred percent. And I think this is going to be honestly a, a, a conversation that Silver needs to have is is going to be is this product going to be like soccer and baseball where you can just start anybody in the normal quote unquote normal lineups, or is this going to be more of like an underdog league from the beginning? Because I think mm-hmm. in basketball, if they start it the same way as baseball, I mean, the normal sober soccer people that are complaining about, Oh, it's too hard to win in champ Euro. It's too hard. Like I need Mbappe and Kimmich and all those guys. Like, you ain't seen nothing yet. If you are right. going to play basketball, it's going to be real. Like there, there's basically 20 guys that you're going to have to own. And right. assume, exactly. assuming NBA is going to be a five man team, you have to own five of the 20 guys at whatever scarcity you want, or else you're not winning anything. Just you're going to have to you're shell out winning. for a Giannis. You're going to have to shell out for an MVP. You're going to have yep. to shell out for a Jason Tatum and Luca oh, and, and uh, John Morant. And it's just it, the list. You're going to want to shell out for LeBron, even though he's at the end of his career. A lot of the guys that came over to MLB side from Europe that didn't yeah. really know the game, they were just like, well, let me buy a Pujols and a Cabrera because I know right. those guys are going to the Hall of Fame and, and those are the two biggest – and these cards are going to be worth something someday. I know our, our guy Quinny, uh, you know, a friend of the show, Quinny only owns a Cabrera card and a Pujols card. And he has no interest in any other MLB cards. So I thought he was getting a Grinky. Oh, did he get a Grinky? Okay, yeah. I, I told him to. Yeah, sorry. I, I might know. be bringing dated information there, but it's just to illustrate the point that there's going to be some interest in LeBron even though he's going to be – probably just an okay card for the game at this point in his career, but he just like yeah. directed the stats. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's literally going to be that simple. Look at the all NBA first, second, third teams from last year. Those are your targets. Nobody <laughs> right. else. Those guys. like, yeah, exactly. and it doesn't change year to year. Like James Harden's been on that team for years. LeBron is on that team every year. Giannis right. is on KD. that team every yeah. year. Like it, it that, those we didn't teams even mention the Warriors. Change. I didn't even mention the champs, yeah. you know? So, yeah, yeah, true. So, I mean, that's that's how NBA is going to kind of be. But that being said, people are going to eat it alive. Like, there's the top shot people that I think are going to come over um, mm-hmm. because this is just way more addicting than top shot is. And I think yeah, I they're think, all kind of fed up with top shot. So I think this could be like the fact that top shot uh, has such a built in top shot has already converted a huge segment of NBA fans to uh be have some crypto familiarity so it's not yes. quite as foreign to the nba audience as it is the mlb and i think that's great in terms of it's gonna make it's gonna sort of rocket fuel the launch when it hits here in the next month or so at a level that we did not see with mlb correct yes and i think like like we said long term for the whole of so rare this is wonderful news this is it, let me ask you this question is this bigger than getting the premier league Mm, not quite but close i 
it kind of, I, there's an argument for it because it's a whole new sport a lot that you know along with a great huge global league like the NBA. I still think the Premier League is slightly bigger, but I, I could be I could be off there. It's I'd hear arguments yeah. either way. I'd vote for the NBA in that little contest because we have so much of soccer and we have Liverpool and we right. have you know like we're we're kind of like almost there. Right, you have NBA guys that is like into yeah, you got your yeah. KDB Belgium cards and stuff like that. Too. Like Quinny yeah. Quinny posted a picture of his brother who knows basketball, doesn't care about soccer, and he doesn't want to play soccer. But now basketball's out. Quinny's brother's going to be all over this, you know. So, um, right, I I think this is this is just a completely different audience pure actual numbers wise i think this is bigger than the premier league um now will that filter back to soccer as much as the premier league would i don't think so but um pure right overall, for me for me from a brand i think like, this is bigger like i love being on the baseball show and talking hardball with you and i i hope to at least make an appearance or two on whatever nba product we develop here on so in the states but Soccer's always given me my first love. I just you know, soccer is my is what brought me to so rare. I love yeah. to watch soccer more than any other sport. So that's what it is. But I'm going to be playing NBA hard. I I don't know. I if it really does, depending on the structure that we keep, you know, that's the disclaimer I keep throwing out there. If it really is just you know buy these twenty studs, I may be forced to just play in a limited division. We'll see. Uh, unless I get some big wins here, but uh, uh, in the next few weeks, but we'll see how it goes. It's crazy to so, think that these cards are going to be out soon. Right. Like, we have, like, two months, maybe, before we see the first card. Isn't that wild? Actually, probably yeah, less than yeah, two I months. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to be ready for the – if they if they're supposed to be ready for the start of the season, then they'd have to start sending commons and, and putting limiteds into the market probably October 1st, week of October, right? So Well, remember, like, baseball, the first two or three game weeks were just commons only. So that's sure. when they started limiteds. They gave everybody comments. They started limiteds, and they said, okay, go and play three weeks for fun. I think that's what they do for the first three or so weeks of basketball. But I think by Thanksgiving, they're going to have everything. Like, Thanksgiving's a big, a big more football holiday. I guess Christmas is more the basketball holiday. But um, it's still kind of a big, bigger deal the holiday time. So, right. yeah, I mean, I, I think this that's is – That's when things start to heat up. It's going to be <laughs> – it's going to be wild. It'd be crazy, like to get a uh, to get a basketball player for Christmas. By the way, how how crazy would that be? Um, hey, mom, I want I want Kevin yeah, Durant yeah, for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. get your um, get your so rare card, nice and wrapped up under the tree. Exactly, yeah, right? be incredible. Yeah, yeah. No, this is it's very Only late. That's metaverse. why we're going off. That's why we're going off on these tangents because it is very late Eastern time. Um, so I want to speak a little bit to your point because I, we've had a couple of questions. Uh, you mentioned a basketball product for Sower in the States. We are going to have a basketball product. Plans are not final as to who's going to host that. What is going to be uh, both of our involvement as well as Nashi's involvement. We have no idea, you know, what's going to happen there. Likely there will be like some new people, some new blood will be kind of introduced who are more basketball focused um, because I know you know a little bit about basketball, but I know nothing about basketball. Um, I don't know Nashi's kind of, you know, background with it. I doubt that he has much of a background. Um, but yeah, we will have a basketball podcast. We are sober in the States. Basketball takes place mostly in the U.S., especially the NBA. Um, so we will be focusing on that so we can put your minds at ease there. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. It's we don't know what we're going to do yet because we're like we're literally like 12 hours into this information um but we will have something and it will be 
uh, pretty special for you guys. Hopefully, I've already got a basketball guest lined up. By the way, not uh, just so that everybody knows. I'm not. Gonna you don't even have host. You have a guest. I love it. I, I I have a guest. I don't know who the host is going to be. No <laughs> one's going to ask him questions. They're just going to come <laughs> on and and just sit there. But uh, I love yeah. your work, man. I love your work. No, it's brilliant. It's going to be. It's going to be fun. It's going to open up all new doors. So we are absolutely pumped to get that thing going. Hopefully. Um, similar to the baseball, as far as the timelines, we'll be releasing episodes before the product actually launches when we have more information. So just stay tuned to the feed for that. Um, yeah, I mean, any other any other kind of thoughts or points that we missed? I think those are the main things that I wanted to hit. I wanted to make sure that we got this out because this news is kind of too big. People need to know what to do, you know, kind of immediately. I don't think they can wait a week for our next episode of baseball to come out. Um, so I'm yeah, glad think, we could take the time, but any, anything else to, to add here? Just boil it down to it, it's, it's time to start doing some long-term planning with how you're going to outlay your resources. We don't all have unlimited ETH like our, our esteemed former guest here, Neville Walk Alone. So we got to figure out how we're going to be strategic. And if you're playing baseball and you're putting money in baseball and you're loving baseball, like Miguel, like Alec, like, uh, Orange Fly, like, I said, would expect those guys to just keep doing it. If you have been dipping your toes in baseball and you're not sure, and you think, hey, maybe NBA is a little bit more for me, now might be the time for you to jump out of the MLB market, like so many that we have are projecting to do. And that's there's nothing, yeah. no shame in that. Start stockpiling your ETH and getting ready for for NBA to launch. If you if you think it's all too much and you just want to say, you know, I've splitting my focus is not working. I'm going to go back to my soccer ways. I think there's going to be people yeah. to do that as well. So. My soccer results have been down since baseball went out. Maybe it is a split focus issue for me too, but maybe I'm just uh, hitting a down stretch. Who knows? I, I, I'm not going to blame it on that just yet. But I, what I just want to say is we've we've been talking about it this whole episode, but just don't don't. One key in so rare is have intentionality in everything you do, and this is uh, that's never more true than right now as they start to expand and grow, and you need to find out to, how you can get in where you fit in. Yeah, 100%. We had the conversation on Twitter today with uh, AJ, who's a former whale in soccer. I don't even know if he's still, I think he's still a whale. I don't know. Um, anyway, he was talking about how, you know, people will be focused on this or that or, or the other thing. And the main kind of point that I made was, look, if you're, he, he was trying to make the point that, look, we shouldn't be telling people to go into this sport or that sport or whatever when they're coming into so rare um, because like you can still win things in soccer and, and yeah, I mean, you definitely can, but the main upshot is if you're coming into so rare, you have kind of a, a purpose or a reason, or there's something that brought you to so rare. Now it, it may be different for different people. It may look differently to, to some of us as, as opposed to others. Like some of us may be here to try to, you know, run up a big ROI and try to make a bunch of money and, and great, you got to make your decision on what sports you want to play based on that criteria, which is going to be completely different from, you know, a big soccer fan that wants to enjoy his team uh, and wants to, you know, learn about other leagues. They're going to make a completely dis different decision to, you know, a basketball fan who's also got an interest in baseball, who, you know, is also sort of kind of money focused, um, you know, as opposed to a collector for baseball. Like everybody has got something different that drives them. So the main upshot is just, Think about what it is that really gets you going about so rare. Is it winning? Is it collecting? Is it trading? Is it a specific sport? And just kind of focus on that, right? Like there's so many different things and choice is a great thing, 
but sometimes the choice can kind of paralyze us, right? Sometimes we have too many choices and we don't know what to do. Just boil it down. Keep it really, really simple. Why do you love SoRare? Why are you here? And that is where you should be investing your time and your money and, and all of that fun stuff. So I think that is, that's my advice, at least. I don't, you, you may think something totally different there, Trippin, but that's just how I'm rolling. No, man, you nailed it. I love it. What a, what a great way to put it. And as, as we do here on SoRare in the States, we are hard cutting. So that is the end of the episode. You guys have a great week. We will see you next week.